0: No, my hi, my Mikey. Dan, welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with you. More than half of all New Zealand families will soon be eligible for support to cover. The cost of childcare. A couple with two preschoolers will save $252 per week in childcare costs. What does the early childcare sector think about it? That just after four. NCEA exams, educators concerned about student progress as they kick off today. And the latest political poll, Labour is down nearly six percentage points. How do we read these latest polls? And one party. Is making its way back. Also, you know how some packaging is supposed to be compostable? It turns out a lot of it isn't. I can recall trying to put supposedly compostable plastic on the compost. I had to take it out. We talk about that this afternoon. And I have a question for you this afternoon. I tried to make oven-baked taties yesterday. Soggy and soft was how they were generously described. <laughs> Soggy and soft. Thank you. I love cooking, but I cannot and have never been able to cook crispy golden taties. What am I doing wrong? How do you do it? Text me, 2101, email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me today, Leonie Freeman, Chief Executive of the New Zealand Property Council. Kia ora, Leonie. Kia ora, Wallace. Great to be here. Lovely to have you here. Also, Alan Blackman, Professor of Chemistry at Auckland University of Technology. Alan, kia ora. Good to have you here.
1: Thank you, Otto Wallace.
0: You, 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 Lovely to have you on last time as well, and there were some real issues going on. We discussed them honestly. Do you, do you still have a job?
1: Uh, yes, for the moment, yes, but we find out later on this month. So, yeah, not quite sure
0: when. Okay, so, yeah. all right, keep us in touch. <laughs> and, and by the way, I'm <clears throat> away for the day tomorrow. Susie Ferguson in for the panel tomorrow afternoon. Well, next week's final at the Rugby World Cup at Eden Park has just about sold out. 40,000 capacity, and what an atmosphere it'll be to watch New Zealand and England, and what a game it will be. As good as the Black Ferns have been playing, they will need to overcome England's super strength and their driving more. At least that is what UK journalist Algon Alderman called it with us to discuss. Alice Soper, rugby player and commentator. Alice, kia
2: I know I'm here to talk about rugby, but I want to tell you how to sort those potatoes. mate. <laughs> Soggy and soft, Alice. You need Help. to parboil, hot pan with oil in it already. Then make the oven hot, hot, hot. Put them in. Don't touch them, mate, and you'll get crispy every time.
0: Say <laughs> so that once again. my so mind is clear. Parboil first. Parboil first.
2: Hot oil in the pan already. Make sure the uh, oven is at least 200. Then put them in there. Don't touch them. They'll be nice and crispy by the time they're done.
0: Thank you, Alice. I'm sure listeners will actually have some other <laughs> ideas as well, because it needs to happen. Now, this has been an event of first, hasn't it? And this will be another setting records for mm. attendance for a women's sport event, Alice.
2: Oh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm absolutely excited about it. It's busy, mate. I know a lot of people saw me crying on the internet uh, when it came to the final whistle on, on Saturday, but look, those tears were actually happening before the kick happened, because I thought we were going to miss the uh. opportunity to host this game, uh, and then they turned into ones of happiness when I realised we're going to get to do it. So, you know, we're going to get to set the standard for women's rugby around the world. We've never had a crowd this big. How good is that going to be?
0: And on that half stopping game between France and the Black Ferns, very tense 25-24 win. Uh, That French defence, pretty brutal. Were we lucky to come away with that one?
2: Oh, look, you can say luck, but it's also just tournaments, right? You could also say Renee was unlucky that she missed her penalty earlier. Also unlucky that we didn't get a conversion. You know, that's how games go. Um, All the two tries.
3: Or well, the two tries where the, where, um, the held French held, held us up. And um, I, I was with you, Alice, w- watching that last kick, and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, she hadn't missed the French kicker, hadn't missed a kick <laughs> or game. I was thinking we were done for, and then it was just jubilation when she missed, you know. Yeah, and I'm
2: sure that uh, awesome. the French will be looking at the squad they brought and maybe thought we shouldn't have left Tramilia at home
3: because I don't think she would have missed it. But, hey, it's, it is what it is. It and is. It's rugby. Bounce of the ball, eh? <laughs> yeah, actually, I thought the French captain um, made a really good comment in the commentary afterwards. When the uh, the the broadcaster made some comment about the kicker missing the goal, and the French mm-hmm. captain said, "Actually, it wasn't just that; it's the whole game." You know, so she wasn't putting the blame on her one yeah, kicker. So yeah. I thought, good on the French captain, and because uh, yeah. what a tough position that would <laughs> yes, be for them. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh,
0: now, England—they've uh, won thirty games in a row. Alice, can they be beaten?
3: Oh, I think
2: so. And I think, you know, look, people underestimated Canada at their own peril. And I know you've made a comment about the rolling ball. Canada had the best rolling ball at this competition. Mm. Um, and, and they showed that again on Saturday. They also showed how you can, you know, take them on. We had a very physical defence from France over the weekend. We will have the same from England. But we're going to have, you know, on, on Saturday we saw like the like, both in the Canada-England game. And then in the New Zealand front, now it's going to be that contrast in style: the traditional play of England versus mm. the beautiful chaos of New Zealand. And so it's going <laughs> to be all on.
1: Mm. Mind you, the um, <coughs> the English scored that amazing try against Canada. That, you oh, know, doubt. that was a 90 yeah. minute boy. That was she was quick. Mm. Whoa, that was a fabulous mm. try. Mm.
0: <clears throat> now, because of England, I mean, the last time um, we played them, it was fifty six fifteen and forty three twelve to England. Are, are, are we a totally different team from then?
2: Oh, we are from the top down. I mean, right. uh, and I, I will never go past the story without continuing to underline that unless the Kuranata Arangamati had spoke out when she did, we would not be in this final this week. Mm-hmm. We needed that reset that came with the coaches, that came with the culture, that's come with the way that this team has come together, and that's why we're seeing them play with an expression that we haven't seen in a long time. We were still stuck and you know 2015 style rugby uh, back in 20 you know 2021 when we when we lost those two so this is a, a whole new reset we're playing Beautiful New Zealand style rugby, and it's going to be an exciting thing to see.
0: Yeah, Captain says hats off to the French captain. Total class after the game. Thank yeah. you for mentioning uh, <clears throat> that. Yeah.
2: And, and, and just, you keep going. And I S- just say the same with uh, Sophie DeGoody D- 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 as well? She was all class. That was the Canadian captain. Yeah. I know that someone tried to bait here kind of with the referee's comment and, and didn't take that at all and, and had nothing with praise. I think we've seen that across the board actually, just the class
3: that these women are off the field as well as on. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing I was noticing with all the uh, games and particularly in the, with the Kiwi team is they're all smiling. You yeah. know, when they're singing that national anthem, you know, like with the guys, they're standing there and staunch and, yep. you know, all yep. that sort of thing. The woman, they're standing there strong, but they are smiling. You know, it's just fantastic. It just sends goosebumps.
0: Well, it doesn't really. Yeah. Alice, um, Leone Specs is something that we have heard around, that they brought a, a different, uh, I, I don't know, a different wairua to mm. the game of rugby that people are experiencing, I, I guess, for the first time.
2: Yeah, look, I I think I've, you know, I've spoken on this for a while, Wallace, that relational reset opportunity that we have. Um, but I think also it's a way to reconnect back to our communities. We've lost that during the professional era. Um, Right. People are tangible. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're still local, still local teachers. They're still in communities, but also still at their clubs. And so we know our girls, um, and and we get excited Mm -hmm. for them because we know how much they've given. But aside from that too, it's the broadening of, who rugby is for. You know, we've said mm. for a long time that it's New Zealand's game. Well, it's been New Zealand's men's game. Um, but now we're seeing actually all a range different people play it. And for me personally, someone that's played for 20 years, someone that had my beautiful rugby mum that brought me in, this mm. is a moment of celebration for all of us, eh? It's not just those on the field. Mm. It's all of us that get to stand in the stands and say, yeah, we knew we were this good, but now you all get to come and join us.
1: <laughs> and there's going to be um, forty thousand people screaming themselves. Just horse. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so I think England's got an uh, uphill battle in that respect.
3: Yeah, I, I just want to add that you know I did play rugby many years ago for did a little you bit. Yeah, you? I, did. Yeah. I did. I did. I um, did. Long, long time ago, Alice. And you know, obviously, I didn't get any call up to the Black Ferns, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I love my rugby from years ago. In fact, I was um, I used to play in the under eleven West Auckland boys rugby league team. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <How about that>? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Because there was no girls.
2: The grou- yeah, who the grou- else might know you, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Like, it's okay. I don't think anybody will know me, Alice. But, you know, I, I, was, I did like my rugby and I
0: used to play with oh, the boys. Yeah. Good on you. Hey, Alice, always um, a pleasure to have you on the program. Kia ora. Thanks for your time today. And thanks, thanks for the potato tip too. Yeah. Um, You'll have to report yeah. back. Soggy and sad. No more for Wallace. Um, and by the way, gosh, a huge response to this. So 425, uh, we're going to get someone to, to tell me how to um, – uh, re- Do a a, a 180 on how I um, cook potatoes from being soggy and soft to being uh, how you're all um, describing them. Here we are. Here's one. Uh, Peel your spuds to be roasted. Then drag a fork over the surface so you have ruts all the way around. Put into a baking tray with a light olive oil drizzle over the top then add a dollop of butter. Over 200 degrees, you could parboil if the spuds are too big. The variety is important. Waxy spuds are for boiling. Try a different variety. Good heavens, it's quite complicated. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I've been thinking. Leonie Freeman, take it away.
3: Thanks, Wallace. Well, yesterday um, I attended the Breast Cancer Society pink ribbon walk at the Auckland Domain um, and I did that walk with my nephew Alex and we joined I reckon must have been about 5,000 people and everyone was decked out in pink to support the fundraising effort so I just thought it was fantastic to see all these people coming together and standing uh, for somebody in their now. and I know for me um, I dealt with breast cancer last year but it also runs in our family my mum to my aunts and my sister-in-law so I just you know wanted to give a shout out because it's fantastic to see the great work that is undertaken. I know the support I had last year from the specialists and surgeons and nurses was was phenomenal. Um, so again, um, you know, I just encourage everyone to be vigilant, listen to what they're doing, support these causes because it was awesome. So, you know, a big shout out for the Pink Ribbon Walk, both in Auckland and I know it's been around the country as well.
0: Good so. on you, Leonie. And, and what a wrap of a... Um, uh, a uh, uh, very important issue. Yes. Heartbreaking. Absolutely. Um, but can also be a new lease of life as well. And uh, how are you now?
3: I'm all good, good now. Yes. I wow. had all the treatment, fantastic support, and I'm, and I'm uh, all good.
0: Good to hear you got some really good support, yeah. um Medical-wise as well.
3: Yes, it was fantastic. I honestly, the care and support I was given was humbling. I was just blown away by how much was there. It was just awesome, mm-hmm. you know. And because you hear all these stories, and honestly, my experience, and the people that rallied around both Farnell, friends, um, family, and the support from the medical profession. Uh, I just thought it was outstanding. Good yeah. on
0: you, yep. Freeman. There, I've been thinking. All right, Alan yeah. Blackman, take it away. And just, <laughs> just a finish off on that, it's
1: also something that guys have to worry about yes, as well. Yes, that's right, yes, exactly. Absolutely so. it is. Yes, so. yeah. Anyway, um, today, November the 7th, um, it's uh, a surprising um day, I guess, in terms of chemistry. Uh, I don't often talk chemistry on this show, no. but uh, it so happens that the two women who have been immortalised on the periodic table were both born on November the 7th. Oh, no. I <laughs> know, how wow. cool is that?
3: Who wouldn't know that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Professor Alan Lakers. So, Marie Curie, of whom I'm sure you've all heard, mm. and uh, Lisa Meitner, who <laughs> you might not have. He said, making a bad pun there.
0: <laughs> oh God! Oh yeah,
1: we're a your took, a yeah, it yeah. took
0: a while. took a while. We got there eventually. I'm, didn't a bit, I'm A bit slow on the fast <laughs> jokes, but quite good on the slow ones. Yeah. <laughs> she discovered nuclear fission. I know that. Uh, yeah, well, Yes, Well, that's that's the that's the thing about Meitner
1: is Lisa's that she on, was essentially please. one of four people who were involved in all of that. Wow. Um, but she didn't get the Nobel Prize for it. Only one of them got the Nobel Prize, wow. that- okay, and that was a guy by the name of Otto Hahn. Yeah. And so she was collaborating with him, a guy, Strassman, and her um, nephew, I think, Frisch, Otto Frisch, um, and the rules of the Nobel Prize say that you can only give it to three people at once. Wow. And there were four people involved in this. All sorts of machinations and everything because this was going on just before the Second World War. Yeah. And she was Jewish, so she had to get out of um, – the country and get to Sweden, mm. and Hahn stayed in Germany, and he got awarded the Nobel Prize in 1944. Of all times, wow! Which is a and bit Marie,
0: where to start with her extraordinary achievements? Where to start? Yep. I mean, yep. developing mobile radiography units is yes. just in the, one the, of a large, yep. Yep. And no, no, extraordinary she's person,
1: amazing, um, and the first person to win two Nobel Prizes, first Come person amazing. to win uh, Nobel, the only. Person to win Nobel prizes in physics and chemistry, and in, in different disciplines. So, in different scientific disciplines. Yeah. So, she's still the only Amazing. one that's done that. So, two brilliant, brilliant female chemists, yeah. um, and one well well known. The second one should be more widely.
0: known Alan, thank yeah. thanks for raising. Yeah, uh, you're on the panel with me, Wallace Chapman, Alan Blackman, and Leonie Freeman with me today. Lots to discuss today, including how to cook crispy. <laughs> Golden potatoes, 425. (laughs)